Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Husband. Yes, wife. Do you remember what happened the last time we recorded? I don't have a clue. It feels like the world has been going on for like another year since the last time we recorded. It has definitely been a decade or three. Right, yeah. Um. Well, Did I God could... get coronavirus? 
No, but oh. the president did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so anyway. <laughs> um, no, but Joseph got sold into slavery. Ah. Do you remember who Joseph is? Yeah, he's the guy with the multicolored thing that they threw down a well, and then his brothers, then they sold him, and then, yeah. 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 Basically. Favorite son, stuff like Why that. Why is he Jacob's favorite son? Uh, wasn't he Sarah's, um, Rachel, Rachel. Yeah. That <laughs> Rachel. He was Rachel's son. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. And did his brothers like him? No, not at all. How come? Because he was the favorite son and they didn't like yeah. that. And he was always telling them about these crazy dreams he had where everybody would be bowing to him and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's basically the gist of what happened. Yep. So you ready to find out how that goes? Yeah, what chapters are we going over today? Genesis chapters 38 and 39. All right, let's do this shit. Woohoo! Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is patreon it's a place where you can show your support for our podcast and just our podcast any podcast or any <laughs> performer but you know we're the ones that you know you're listening to right now so maybe you should uh, you know support us that'd be awesome that would be awesome but we love you anyway so all you got to do is go to patreon look up sacrilegious discourse it's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there so head on over and send us some love yeah 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, here we go with Genesis chapter 38, Judah and Tamar. New people. Yeah, I don't know these guys. About this time, Judah left home and moved to Adulam. Wait, about what time? I don't fucking know this time. I mean, we just jumped right into Judah and Tamar? Look, all I know is that this is the time and it is this time. It's about this time. It's Not about, this time. It's about this it's time. roundabout. It's a meanwhile back at the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> where he stayed with a man named Hira. There he saw a Canaanite woman, the daughter of Shua, and he married her. That's nice for him. Yeah. When he slept with her, she became pregnant. What's that? That happens. And she gave birth to a son. That was lucky for them because we all know how much they like their boys. Right. And he named the boy Er. (laughs) (laughs) E-R. Er. (laughs) That sounds like a terrible name. Then she became pregnant. It's like they were sitting there going, what are we going to name him? Er. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Okay. Yeah. Then she became pregnant again and gave birth to another son, and she named him Onan. That's a better one. And when she gave birth to a third son, she named him Sheila. What? Shala. Okay. Sheila doesn't sound right. Well, that's because you are Western-centric. Sorry. And you're thinking from an American um, man, woman, current day point of view, and Sheila today is a girlish name one it also could be you're not pronouncing it right it could be shila right you are right at the time of shila's birth they were living at kazib in the course of time judah arranged for his firstborn son Ur, Ur. to marry a young woman named tamar but Ur was a wicked man in the lord's sight so the lord took his life bye bye Ur. wait <laughs> you fucking suck dude bye Bye. <laughs> you made like two sentences in the Bible and I'm you're just you're outie. Like if he was so bad, either we should have heard about the bad that he did or he should never have been mentioned in the first fucking place. God wrote those two sentences and he was like, Err. <laughs> <laughs> then Judah said to Ur's brother Onan, go and marry Tamar as our law requires of the brother of a man who has died. You must produce an heir for your brother. That is so gross. That's like if you died and I have to marry your brother. Yeah, that's dumb. That's gross. But this is the law, but not God's law? I don't fucking know who made it up. And, like, they had laws back then? Who even knows? Because sometimes murder's good, sometimes murder's bad, rape is always okay, and incest is sometimes on the table. What if he was already married? Then what's required? I guess he takes more than one wife, because back then, polyamory? (laughs) What is it? Polyamory? Yeah, I think so. Was A-OK. Certainly wasn't Paul. I forgot to say it. Shop. You're mean. But Onan was not willing to have a child who would not be his own heir. So whenever he had intercourse with his brother's wife, he spilled the semen on the ground. This is so fucking explicit. They act like it was in a cup or something. He pulled out. Whoops. 
He pulled out. I'm right. Yeah. This prevented her from having a child who would belong to his brother. Oh my god. Why would it belong to the dead dude? Okay, but wait. But this is what they teach in school. This is why people believe that the pull out method works. <laughs> this is garbage. Jesus. It's right there in the Bible. It totally works. No, it doesn't. Yeah, don't listen to me. Just so that everybody in the planet knows, the pull-out method is not an effective form of fucking birth control. It's garbage. It's garbage. But the Lord considered it evil for Onan to deny a child to his dead brother. Wait, oh, cause, so it is the Lord's bidding that... Because the Lord considers it evil, apparently. I don't know. Evil? To deny a child to his dead brother. But evil is a pretty strong so, fucking word. I would have to fuck the shit out of your brother, but he could never give me a child because I don't And if he didn't give you a child, he could be considered evil for not doing so. He's evil, but I don't have a uterus, so. (laughs) (laughs) Guess y'all going to hell. (laughs) He is. I'm just a woman. I was already going anyway. Right, that's true. Because women are disgusting in the sight of the Lord. Seems to be that way, yeah. So the Lord took Onan's life, too. You didn't fuck your girl hard enough. You're going to hell now. What? You didn't fuck your brother, your dead brother's wife. Why does God care about these people just individually? Like he's, he doesn't care about whole cities sometimes, but this guy didn't fuck his brother's wife. And he's like, (laughs) fuck you, die. And the other guy, he was like, your name's Er. Uh, Fucking die, Er. You suck. (laughs) I don't know. This whole book is just so disgusting and bad and wrong. Then Judah said to, Ma- said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, go back to your parents' home and remain a widow until my son Sheila, Shelah, is old enough to marry you. I'd be weary about that. And besides, you're, you're going to be marrying like an old chick or something at this point. Like, basically he's saying, hey, woman, you're a piece of garbage. And until you marry a boy, even a boy who is 20 years your junior, <laughs> you're just nothing garbage trash. But he already, she married all... Both of those guys already, right? And the one guy got killed by God. Mm-hmm. The and other then, guy had sex with her but didn't give her an heir. And he got killed by God because he mm-hmm. was pulling out. And See? They shouldn't teach pulling out because it gets you killed by God. <laughs> I don't know. But Judah didn't really intend to do this because he was afraid Shelah would also die. See? Well, there yeah. you go. I mean, I would be Like his two brothers. Stupid. So Tamar went back to live in her father's home. If I were tomorrow, I would be, like, sealing that shit up. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I'm good. Everybody that fucks me dies. So, right? like, I'm, yeah. God does not like my poo nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Some years later, Judah's wife died. After the time of mourning was over, Judah and his friend Hira, Hira, I don't know, the Adulamite, went up to Timnah to supervise the shearing of his sheep. Someone told Tamar, look, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep. Tamar was aware that Shelah had grown up, but no arrangements had been made for her to come and marry him. So she changed out of her widow's clothing and covered herself with a veil to disguise herself. Then she sat beside the road at the entrance to the village of Enam, 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 which is the road to Timnah. Judah noticed her and thought she was a prostitute since she had covered her face. (laughs) That's definitely where I would leap. So okay. so he stopped and propositioned her. Let me have sex with you, he said, not realizing that she was his own daughter-in-law. Good oh grief. Oh, my God. This is so gross. So prostitution was okay? Yeah. You don't die for prostitution. Nor polyamory. 
Okay. Nor sometimes murder. But I mean, you know, biblic, blah, 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 Bible people. Bible they, they, people think? They, they think prostitution is really evil and bad. They do. They also... But apparently yeah. it was okay. At least it was better than not giving your brother's wife a An kid. Heir. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You How ain't going to get killed for that shit anyway. Right. How much will you pay to have sex with me? Tamar asked in her most sexy 1-800 oh, so she's voice. she's along with it, huh? Yeah. I'll send you... 1-800-BIBLE-FUCK? Yeah, exactly. I guess it's a 900 number. Right, 900. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, me but too. those things don't really exist anymore, so... No, they don't. That's so funny. Yeah. Remember those? 900 numbers, yeah. <laughs> and they would they would advertise on TV, yeah. like, after like hours. all the time. Yeah. I'll send you a young goat from my flock, Judah promised. But what will you give me to guarantee that you will send the goat, she asked. Oh, I forgot to use my sexy voice. What kind of guarantee do you want? He replied. She answered, leave me your identification seal and its cord and the walking stick you are carrying. So basically that would be identification seal. I don't know what that means, but like in today it would be like, leave me your driver's license and your cell phone. Okay. (laughs) So Judah gave them to her. Man, he wanted her poonanny bad. Apparently. He doesn't know that he's likely to die from it. Well, but. Unless you give your daughter-in-law an heir. Yeah. Yeah. Then he had intercourse with her and she became pregnant. Phew. Mm, that was a Ooh. close one. Yeah. He hadn't got her pregnant. God had probably killed him. Yep. Afterwards, she went back home, took off her veil, and put on her widow's clothing as usual. Later, Judah asked his friend Hira, Hira the Adulamite, to take the young goat to the woman and to pick up the things he had given her as his guarantee. But Hira couldn't find her. Uh-oh. So he asked the men who lived there, where can I find the shrine prostitute who was sitting beside the road at the entrance to Enayim? We've never had a shrine prostitute here, they replied. So Hurrah returned to Judah and told him, I couldn't find her anywhere. And the men of the village claim they've never had a shrine prostitute there. Then let her keep the things I gave her, Judah said. I sent the young goat as we agreed, but you couldn't find her. We'd be the laughing sock of the village if we went back again to look for her. Laughing stock, huh? Yeah, that's what he's worried about. Okay. About three months later, Judah was told, Tamar, your daughter-in-law has acted like a prostitute, and now because of this, she's pregnant. What? Bring her out and let her be burned, Judah demanded. But as they were, oh, because... Wait, was this Judah that had sex with her? Is that... that Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and she wasn't supposed to be having sex because once your husband dies, you're a nothing piece of shit, and you're not allowed to have sex with anybody ever. Except for that your husband's brother... Who's got to marry you, apparently. Right, right. Or they die, unless they don't give you a kid. And then if if he dies, then you're not allowed to have sex with anybody. Right. Because heaven forbid that a woman actually enjoys sex. But the woman probably won't be punished. It'll probably be Judah that gets punished. Well. Because he had sex with his... Daughter-in-law. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to marry his daughter-in-law, is my guess. Or he's going to get killed by God. Who even fucking knows, but... God knows. <laughs> the writer of this Bible knows. Right, yeah. But as they were taking her out to kill her, she sent this message to her father-in-law. The man who owns these things made me pregnant. Look closely. Whose seal and cord and walking stick are these? Oh, oh burn. Judah recognized them immediately and said, uh-oh. That's not what he said. <laughs> she is more righteous than I am because I didn't arrange for her to marry my son, Shelah. And Judah never slept with Tamar again. When the time came for Tamar to give birth, it was discovered that she was carrying twins. 
While she was in labor, one of the babies reached out his hand. The midwife grabbed it and tied a scarlet... The midwife grabbed it and tied a scarlet string around the child's wrist, announcing, This one came out first! But then he pulled back his hand and out came his brother! Oh my gosh. What? The midwife exclaimed. How did you break out first? So he was named Perez. Then the baby with the scarlet string on his wrist was born and he was named Zara. The end. (laughs) Okay. These stories sometimes end so pointlessly. Okay, keep in mind, it probably continues in the next chapter, but... Okay, okay. All right. It's just like... But yeah, it's it's just very abrupt. She had twins, and there was some weird shenanigans going on as they fought around to get out first. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's not the part I was stuck on. I was stuck on the fact that her... You know, father-in-law is the one that had sex with her. And, you know, all of his sons died because they didn't have sex right with her. Yeah. And the one was named Ur, so, I mean, he died. Yeah. But, you know, Yeah, that's the part that I was concentrating on. But then we get to the end and it's like, disregard all of the bullshit that came before. Twins fighting to get outside of a uterine whatever thing. Love tunnel. Yeah, that. have never seen that before. (laughs) Get me the fuck out of here. No me, no me. (laughs) Okay, let's find out if they got the fuck out, huh? Okay, chapter 39 coming up. Okay, so we're back to Joseph now. So that last bit apparently was just... like a standalone section? Yeah, like she had twins and it was weird, the end. And they fought over coming out of the badge. Yeah, the end. Okay. Okay, so Genesis chapter 39, Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Oh, my phone just went out. Okay, sorry. Nothing. Your phone. I know. Sorry. Like, it's just the screen darkened. You always have something happen. I do. Oh, shit. I lost my place. Oh, shit. My phone's stupid. Okay, you know what? I am the one reading this, and I have read 38 chapters. How many have you read and got right? I have made hilarious comments on 38 chapters, so thank you very much. But you but. have not read a single one, and you're criticizing that I have fucked up a few. I know. That's my job. I just sit oh here, and I'm, God. I'm in the peanut gallery. Eat my ass. No thanks. When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Good old Potiphar. Potiphar. All I could think is that musical, and it's, Potiphar was very I have not a fucking clue what you're talking about. This, the musical with Donny Osmond. Oh, the okay. I did. Joseph and the Mo- oh yeah yeah okay. Dream code or whatever. Sorry, it's called. you know I don't remember shit. You don't. Like that's the whole point of the beginning of every one of our episodes. It's true. I don't remember shit. You did one time. One time. One time. One time. I'm giving you credit. Find that episode. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Potiphar was captain of the guard for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. He's lucky he didn't have to fuck his brother's wife. I was just going to say, like, the Lord is with him, but he ain't making them fuck bitches and have babies. Right? Wow. Yeah. Like, killing them like her. Er. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. 
All his household affairs ran smoothly, and his crops and livestock flourished. That's lucky. That we is. should get us a Joseph. We need a, yeah. <laughs> we definitely need a Joseph. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing, except what kind of food to eat. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man. And Potiphar's wife, chicka bow <laughs> soon began to look at him lustfully. Oh, no. Lusty, lusty, lust, lust. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. <laughs> but Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her, and he kept out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else was around when he went in to do his work. She came in and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, Come on! Sleep with me! Oh my god. Joseph tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he oh, ran no. from the house. His cloak is always getting him Man, into trouble. right? When she saw that she was holding his cloak and Wait, he had Wait, he doesn't fled. have the... It's not the multicolored because his brothers took that. Right. They I'm gave just that saying, to his dad. whatever cloak he wears. Right, right. It's always problematic. I'm just making sure. Joseph yeah. and all his We're cloaks... We're not talking about the multicolored... Right. Whatever the hell it no. was. When she saw that he was holding his cloak and he had fled, she called out to her servants. Oh, I see where this is going. You see where this is going? No. She got turned down. Is she going to, like, blackmail him? Woman scorned and all that. Oh, okay. You don't remember this movie at all. No, I don't. Wow. She called out to her servants. Soon all the men came running. Look, she said, my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. He came into my room to rape me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream, he ran outside and got away, but he left his cloak behind with me. What an asshole. Yeah, she is a bitch. She kept the cloak with her until her husband came home. Then she told him her story. That Hebrew slave you've brought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said. But when I screamed, he ran outside, leaving his cloak with me. Potiphar, mm. the idiot, the moron, who didn't realize that his wife was a fucking skank hobag, right. was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held. And there he remained. I'm surprised he didn't kill him. Seriously. Like, we're talking about, you know, that's how they dealt with shit back then. I think he, would, like, had mixed feelings. I think he was like, you tried to rape my wife, but you did so much good for my household and she is a skank, so. Maybe, maybe. Maybe he was just trying to save face by getting rid of him. I guess. Like, he has to know his wife's a whore. Why does he, he, have, why does he have to know that? Because. Maybe this is the first time she's ever thrown herself at somebody. I don't know. I don't get that impression. I'm just saying, maybe all of them Egyptian people around there, they were just like, you know. And he was like, mm, yeah, good stuff. Is that is that what you think women sound like? No. When they're attracted to a man? No. Mm, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> is that what I said when I fell for you? It's not? Mm, good stuff. It's not what you said? No, not no. at all. Okay. No. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. God was in prison. God was in prison. 
And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. That sounds like a job. Right? But why would you want to do a job when you're being imprisoned? Well, I mean, if you get put he in... He probably had special privileges. I was going to say, if you get put in jail, don't you want to like rise to the top? Yeah. Yeah. I've never been in jail, so I wouldn't know, but Get I'm assuming. Get them extra cigarettes and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah Right. Yeah. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. The end. Lucky Joseph. Joseph. He he's was, such He's such a lucky but was person he, who has God on his side. I was going to say, like, all he did was have God on his side. Right. And it's just I random people. It's too. just random people in the Bible. Like, yep, this dude's got God with him. Yep. And he's going to succeed at everything because God. Right. Not and it's not like he did anything special. See, that's what people outside of the Bible would have you believe that they earned it. Like, no, these guys did nothing special to gain God's favor. He literally, you know, got born. And yeah. then God's like, dude, you're my you're my bro. You're my bro. And I'm going to take care of your shit. And just, you just chill because you ain't got to worry about anything. I got this. Yep, wherever you go. And then this dude, Er. He's going to fucking die. Yep. I don't like Because I don't name. like his ass. He is stupid <laughs> and fuck him. Fuck and her. Fuck her so much that even though his brother's not named her, I'm going to look for a reason to kill that That's ass. That's right. Yeah. He didn't put he didn't put a baby in his in her's wife. I fucking killed her. But now I'm going to fucking kill him because yep. yep. fuck her. Because why not? Fuck his brother and fuck all that shit because fuck them. <laughs> fucking asshole. I'll kill who the fuck I want, and I'll like who I want. So fuck you guys. I'm God, going home. God is so petty. God damn. Whatever. I don't know. I that? I was gonna say something, but then I couldn't come up with anything, and I, my <laughs> mind went blank. So I just left it there. You were on a roll. I was on a roll, and then I lost it. So we're gonna hope that the roll comes back by next week. No, not next week. By Thursday. By Thursday. Yeah. So I always think next week because we started doing this weekly at first and then yeah. we're like, nah, let's do it bi-weekly. No, but this is a Tuesday yeah. and next time will be a Thursday. So join us on Thursday for the next episode. Which will be Genesis chapters 40 and 41. And maybe we'll get to learn more about Joseph. But not Ur. Not Ur. That fucker's dead. <laughs> See you guys. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary or something. <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D. Okay? Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you th- thought of the episode. And, you know, any comments, hate mail, we love that kind of stuff. 
Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout, or like correct my pronunciation. Yeah, are please. Bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely. Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff, or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye. Thank you.